What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back for another edition of the Starting 502 Podcast. As always, Presley Meyer, your host with the most. Jacob Lane was supposed to join us tonight, but unfortunately, unforeseen circumstances leave him on the outside looking in. Cards tonight fall 70-69 to to Syracuse in a really hard-fought game, covered for the third game in a row, which is great. Uh, excellent shooting night again uh, for the third game in a row. We're going to get into, into all of that. Again, we're not going to be in moral victories we're going to we're going to continue to strive to have the overall expectations um, that we always have and not to lower the standards at all however based on what we've seen so far this season definitely a better effort tonight for from Louisville and that's kind of what I want to get into I mean there were a lot of things that we saw that we've been asking for this season kind of finally came to fruition tonight against Syracuse effort the overall intensity and effort was just up the entire game. Again, this isn't something that we could say in a lot of games this season. Uh, the rebounding, uh, Louisville crashed the boards really hard tonight. They own the offensive glass, grabbing 15 offensive rebounds and creating 19 second chance points. Uh, you saw the defensive intensity, active hands on defense. Uh, that led to seven steals, four block shots. Uh, Louisville trapped really aggressively on defense tonight, which I like to see. That's something that we really they really haven't shown the awareness of being able to do in previous games. So, and then they put on a three quarter court press uh, at times tonight, which led to some easy buckets. 
Louisville went on legitimate runs tonight, especially that 13-0 and 17-2 run that was kind of midway through the second or the first half, excuse me. And that was kind of a gut punch to Syracuse. That that was a Syracuse team that that kind of expected them to lay down. Right? They went up by six early on, and, and Louisville came back and countered with a 17-2 run that ultimately put them up 19-10 in the first half. Speaking of runs, responding to to adversity really well tonight. Um, we've seen Louisville take hits and kind of just lay down uh, for other teams, and that definitely was not the case against the Orange tonight. It felt like Louisville staved off Syracuse's attempts at major runs by locking down on defense and continuing to try to kind of get into its offensive sets on the other end. And finally, Louisville did all of this against a Syracuse team that presents a unique challenge that they haven't faced before. One team that, that kind of tends to disorient teams with the with the reputation that Louisville's built this year, right? as a team that kind of lays down, as a team that comes kind of unprepared, as a team that's easily flustered. Uh, Syracuse is incredibly long, incredibly fundamentally fundamentally sound. They always have been under Jim Beheim, especially on defense. And, and its smallest player, Joseph Girard III, he's really a pest on both ends of the floor. Louisville managed to do a lot of what we've been clamoring for this season. They found passing lanes, got paint touches, and those led to open looks. Uh, the ball the ball reversed a, a ton, and there seems to be less of LLS getting too deep into the defense and forcing up wild shots or passes, and, and more of, of players just kind of moving and flowing uh, more evenly on, on the offensive side of the ball, but really on both ends of the floor tonight. I thought Louisville was really active uh, defensively. I mean, something that I've kind of, you know, it seems pretty basic, but something that I've been really asking for was, you know, just better low post defense Guys just getting their hands up, walling up. Guys kind of cheating to kind of help down on opposing post players. And uh, I, I really thought that Louisville did a good job on defense offensively. Again, the offense was very free-flowing. Uh, it seemed like they really did a good job of getting into their sets in the half court and really executing. Again, lots of paint touches, lots of balls, ball movement in to out. Uh, and then when the ball handler handler ultimately was able to get into the paint they were ultimately able to do a lot of good the only thing that was really kind of disappointing to me was a lot of the times that the ball was moving well side to side and that freed up whoever the three or four was um, on the perimeter oftentimes tonight that was Jalen Withers and it just it wasn't pretty especially Louisville's second to last possession uh, I felt like they really gave Jalen Withers a good look he he ball faked, drove baseline, and kind of put up a just kind of a weak a weak shot attempt. Um, I would have liked that have been to have been Kamari Lands. Kamari Lands tonight gets his first start. Good and bad from Kamari Lands. The bad obviously being that he took eleven shot attempts, only made three of them. Uh, the good being that he is just he's very active and athletic on defense he's not afraid to to take shots which i i really like that like i, I like that on a team that's that's pretty tentative at times he he's not afraid to you know kind of try to put the team on his back and, and be a guy that's that's a, a you know offensively skilled player like he is you know he understands his role on this team and i like that i like just seeing him kind of work through things obviously probably one of the lowest if not the lowest percentage shooter on the team however he is a high-volume, offensive, productive player, and Louisville needs more of that out of Kamari Lands. I liked him getting the start in place of Jalen Withers, who's struggling a little bit uh, as it is right now. However, Jalen Withers, definitely a rebound from, from the Kentucky and NC State games for sure. Ten points and seven rebounds tonight. But again, 
uh, as we've seen, a bit foul prone and and still not really confident in who he is as a player right now. Uh, I think that we saw the best Jalen Withers that that we might ever see uh, in, a, in his redshirt freshman season during that COVID year when he was kind of forced to play a lot of the center position, right? He he was kind of sold as, as this guy who can guard the two through five, a guy who can who can shoot it, but he can also put it on the floor. But the, but the reality is he's just not comfortable. You can just tell he's not comfortable playing out on, on the wing, even though that's what he wants to do. He's just, when he gets the ball, when the ball is coming towards him, he often doesn't catch it in a position ready to shoot, and he doesn't seem uber confident in, in, in what he's doing when he gets the ball in his hands. Uh, however, again, flashes of good stuff tonight. Hit a really crucial three down the stretch when Syracuse had taken the lead. Some good stuff from, from Jalen Withers, but I like seeing Kamari Lands get that start, starting nod tonight. That also means that indicates probably that he's doing the right things off the court. You know, Kenny Payne was questioned about why some players don't play, uh, like a Fabio Basile, uh, like a Kamari Lands not getting as, as many minutes. Um, so it's it's good to see... Uh, it's good to see Kamari Lands get, getting the start. In the start, he ended up playing 31 minutes tonight, so very important. Uh, Sidney Curry kind of back to to what we have kind of come to expect. You know, he, he had a series of three or four straight games where he played really solid, um, but not a lot of production tonight. Uh, against the Syracuse Bigs, he just really struggled to, to make a lot happen after the first few minutes. He had a good start to the game where he got two offensive rebounds. That was great to see, but ultimately finishes with five points and seven rebounds uh, and, and one assist to his credit. So the, the the name of the game tonight was kind of turnovers, right? Louisville turned the ball over a lot. I believe they had 14 turnovers in the first half. Managed to hold on to the ball a lot better in the second half, but but ultimately what put Syracuse over the edge uh, for the 70-69 to 69 win uh, was Louisville turning the ball over, including the final play of the game where it, it kind of appeared from my perspective and from some, some angles that I've seen after the game, like L. Ellis was fouled, but regardless, uh, another turnover to, to end the game. Um, ultimately, you know, Louisville just not able to get over over the edge, but but I liked what I saw, again, from Kamari Lands, and then obviously the, the two... Uh, main pieces tonight were L. Ellis and Mike James. L. Ellis played the full 40, Mike James with 33 minutes tonight, and uh, a plus 9 in the plus minus, which is great. Uh, Mike James, a career-high 19 points on 7 for 12 shooting, 4 for 6 from 3. He grabbed an offensive board, 4 boards overall, 2 assists, did have 3 turnovers, but again, really solid what we saw from Mike James. Uh, When Mike James is playing at his most confidence, it's, it's... really encouraging uh, what this Louisville backcourt can be. The problem is, you know, he and L. Ellis are are essentially playing the, the lion's share of the minutes. Kamari Lands, I guess you could say that he played a little bit at the two spot. I mean, but really, when you look at the Louisville guards, it's L. Ellis and it's Mike James and then just a little bit of, of Kamari Lands. And that's really it. Brandon Huntley Hatfield tonight, uh, six points, three for four from the field, uh, eight rebounds. I liked what I saw from him defensively, but if you listen to the podcast, you know I I always harp on on Brandon Huntley Hatfield in his interior defense. He just absolutely got worked last week uh, against Os- Oscar Shebway, so it was nice to see him kind of holding his own down low. He had two blocks tonight, which is great to see. So Brandon Huntley Hatfield 
decent game tonight, but obviously Ellis, I would I would definitely say is the player of the game. Seven for fourteen from the field, twenty points led the team. Uh, he had four rebounds and nine assists. Kind of crushing for Louisville to take this L with nine assists from L. Ellis, seventeen assists overall from the team. Again, some just another positive to look at from this squad. Uh, seventeen assists is great on. 27 made baskets. That's really, really solid for this team. I really like the dynamic of Mike James and Al Ellis. I think Mike James is really coming into his own, and if Kamari Lands can be that second guard, I really like what Louisville's starting to put together in the backcourt. The only concern obviously becomes, you know, we're not going to get a full 40 out of Al Ellis every night, night in and night out, and it's unfair to expect him to do that. Ellis only had four turnovers tonight, to go along with his nine assists. Look, this dude is, he's giving everything that he's got night in and night out. Really impressive. But I mean, people kind of going in about the end of game execution, I think that it really has to be heavily weighed just how much LLS is, is, is playing. I mean, dude is playing 40 minutes almost every single night. As long as he's not in foul trouble, he's playing. Reminiscent of, of kind of Carly Jones during the COVID season, right? Just a guy who, you know, it's easy to see why he would get worn down towards the end of a game. I understand that ultimately you have, you know, come out victorious. You have to make that that one final game-winning play. I get that. Uh, And Louisville has been so close. I mean, this is the fourth time this season that Louisville has been right there with with an opportunity to to seal a game and lost by one point. So, yes, while that is that is frustrating, it's still understandable from my perspective, to see LL is kind of, you know, struggling a little bit down the stretch just because of how many minutes he's playing. I would have liked to have seen Fabio Basili, Hersey Miller get maybe just some clock, just even if it's two or three minutes, just to spare LLS for a few minutes. Ellis did a lot, a lot of great things tonight, but ultimately Louisville needed him to be just a little bit better towards the end of the game, and I, I think that it could go a long way if, if he started playing, going back to where he's playing more like 35, 36 minutes, and just having that little bit of gas left in the tank towards the end of the game. When you talk about those end-of-game scenarios, yes, obviously we all want to see Louisville win. Nobody worse than than the coaches and the players, right? But I just felt this this just sense of sadness tonight when I saw how the, the, the end result of the game, because, I mean, Clearly the best game that Louisville's played all season. Serious props and hats off to this team. You're seeing them get better night after night after night. I kind of uh, was not pleased with the way that they kind of threw in the towel at the end of the Kentucky game. You never want to see Kenny Payne putting in the backups with eight minutes left, down by 25 points. I, I, I guess I get it in a sense. We definitely saw a team that was not only putting up a, a fight against Syracuse, but also against NC State, also against Kentucky. But we also are seeing a team that's finally improving, right? Like the first few games of the season, we're like, all right, we're losing, but it's just losing by one. I I really don't think that Maui did much good for this team, right? Like I felt like we didn't see them improve in those games. You know, that that was a team looking, searching for its identity and and really team that kind of got punched in the mouth and just laid down for some, some really solid teams in Hawaii came back, kind of same narrative for Maryland. We're finally seeing this team kind of come into its own, gather its confidence, and you're seeing that 
um, from the way that it's shooting the ball as well. Uh, against NC State, they shot 50% from the field. Against Kentucky, they shot 48% from the field. Tonight, 42.9% uh, from the field, 40.7% from three-point range. You're seeing a team who who is, is kind of learning who they are, and they're gaining confidence. And they're also, you can you can tell that for as, as much junk that as, as Kenny Payne and the coaching staff has gotten, you can tell that they are finally starting to grasp what they're being taught. Again, you hate to see it in a losing effort, but if you don't look at this team over the last three games compared to the games that preceded it and not get pretty excited about what the you know what the growth is looking like, I don't know what to tell you. Again, it's not to the standard of what we expect typically, but we know at this point what we have on this roster. I think it's important to put that in, into perspective and appreciate that this team is learning and growing and as a fan, I really want to be supportive and give major props to this team for continuing to grow, continuing to, to kind of find its way and continuing to hold its own against teams that, frankly, I mean, Syracuse is a better team than Louisville. Let's, let's you know, they're not an incredible team by any means, but this is a 2-13 and Louisville team at this point. They're 0-4 in the conference. They got blown out by, by you know, its, its first two conference opponents. So it's important to put in, into perspective what this is and, it was a game where they played their best game of the season against a, a conference foe that traditionally they have good back and forth. So, uh, again, not an incredible Syracuse team by any means, but you have a Hall of Fame tenured 45-year head coach on the other sideline facing a coach that is doing this for the first time. So there's a lot that you have to look at to put it into perspective. Overall, I'm not disappointed in the outcome because of what I saw on the floor. Like, I can live with a one-point loss. It's really difficult to live with and swallow a 20-point, a 30-point loss, right? Yes, it sucks to lose. I get it. Like, I'm still frustrated that we lost. However, the fact that Louisville is continuing to show market improvement game over game, you continue to do this going forward, you're going to see Louisville start notching victories. Like, they will find ways to win at the end of the game. Yes, right now it's frustrating. Yes, it's difficult to, for the team even to keep their heads up. But, you know, as, as someone who is responsible for some of the energy that we're putting out there and, and some, of the, some of the impact that we can have on this team, I want to do my best to put my best foot forward and, and, and provide some positive feedback when, when it's warranted. Yes, I'm going to give neg negative feedback when things are negative. Because that's we do have, as I've said, we do have a standard to uphold with this program. By the same token, if you're playing your ass off, if you're starting to execute better, if you're showing that what you're working on, that the coaching is finally starting to kick in, that we're starting to learn who we are as a team, that we're starting to work together better as a team, I can appreciate that. I can take that. Um, we can work with that, right? If we're giving full 100% effort, if we're doing the little things right, the wins will start to come. We just have to continue to progress uh, on the same arc. It can't be like the first three games of the season where they lost by one point, and then finally it's just like a, you know, you just finally just give in, right? So ultimately, that's that's what I'm looking for going forward. I would like to see Louisville continue to give that same effort going forward. And speaking of going forward and looking ahead, Louisville's next opponent, Wake Forest. Saturday, January 7th at 3 p.m. 
uh, hosting this Wake Forest team. Now, this is a Wake Forest squad that has been very inconsistent this season, very up and down. Uh, they they hold a 20-point loss, but then a two-point loss to a really solid LSU team, then a one-point victory over App State, then a blowout loss uh, at Rutgers. Then they come home and beat Duke. Really just a kind of a Jekyll and Hyde squad, uh, but we all know Steve Forbes put out an excellent team last year, rebuilds again in the transfer portal this season, and Louisville's going to have its hands full. I mean, this Wake Forest team, in, in my estimation, is markedly better than the Syracuse squad that Louisville faced tonight and the NC State team that Louisville faced just before Christmas. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what Louisville can take away from the Syracuse game because you're going to have a, a Wake Forest team that's going to provide some completely different looks, that's going to bring some completely different types of athletes. It'll be interesting to see Louisville's game plan going into Wake Forest. Uh, Wake takes on North Carolina on Wednesday night at 9 p.m., so Louisville will have a little bit more rest. They'll be hosting a Wake Forest team that, that's coming off a obviously what's going to be a tough battle against North Carolina, so that will be interesting to see. Like what we saw from the cards tonight, I want to continue to see that going forward. I like to see the growth. Again, one more time, we have what we have on this team. We know what we have, right? And we just have to kind of live with what it is. And look, if living with this team kind of playing close games against conference foes is what it is, then I'm fine with that. As long as we continue to see progress, as long as we continue to see growth, that's what's going to build the culture that Kenny Payne wants to build, right? If you're seeing this team fighting night in and night out, and if you're seeing this team continue to to actually get it, to continuing to to understand what the coaching staff is trying to to emplace upon them, right? If, if you're continuing to see Louisville do that, then ultimately you're going to see results become wins, right? But again, I just want to see this team continue to grow. I want to see this program continue to grow towards what it can be. I want to continue to see Kenny Payne find his way and his coaching staff find its way, right? This is a position that Nolan Smith has never been in his life. Uh, he talked about that extensively this week. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what this team can do going forward. I, I truly, truly believe if they can cut down on some of the turnovers, they can cut down on some of the little issues that the mental miscues that, that we've been seeing. This is a team that is, it's going to spring some upsets down the road. I can promise you that. But, that that's and that's a big but, the caveat here is you have to continue to see them growing like they have over the last three to four games, right? Like it can't just be, it can't be this Jekyll and Hyde uh, type of situation where, you know, you see them take four steps forward and five steps back type of thing. I want to continue to see them get 1%, 2% better each game, and ultimately the results will speak for themselves. Until next time, starting 502 Podcast, let's get out of here and go Cards. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.